the hour to an interstellar peace conference some light years away. The long high-ceilinged room that stretched out before him and his escort was empty of other people at the moment. Sunlight fell on graceful and impressive furniture, mostly of blonde wood, and on the fair face of a late-model anthropomorphic robot standing beside a sideboard of rosewood and cherry. The sun tinted the delicate features of the machine's molded face, emphasizing an angelic, sexless beauty, and the light breeze from the open windows stirred fair artificial hair. Simply but elegantly attired in plain, tight-fitting male servant's garb, the machine stood gazing seemingly at nothing, awaiting orders. Anyone watching it from the distance of the elevator on the far side of the big room might easily have been fooled into thinking it alive. In fact, Gregor was deceived, but only for a second. The robot was too beautiful and too motionless to be human. Besides, it would be practically unthinkable that a live servant, a status symbol very much prized in certain quarters, would have been simply posted here, doing nothing in this otherwise unoccupied room. As soon as the robot's senses registered that it had come under steady human scrutiny, it turned its whole body to face him, imbuing the brief moment with a grace that seemed partly of a dancer, partly of a soldier in ceremonial formation. Then it spoke to Gregor in a pleasant voice. I am Porphyry, sir, at your service, sir. Where is the executioner, Porphyry? It had long been Gregor's opinion that calling a robot by its name tended to sharpen the machine's attention. Tension and irritation, and a certain resentment over having been fooled by it, even for a second, caused him to speak sharply to the machine, whose friendly expression did not change in the least. Whether the human speaking to it might be angry or why was of no concern at all to any robot. In soft, mellifluous tones, Porphyry told him that it served Huang Gun, who, upon the recent arrival of the Huvian hostages, had been appointed executioner. Huang Gun had sent it to meet Gregor on his arrival and tell him that the executioner would join him in this room shortly. It concluded simply, I am uncertain of his exact location. For a moment, Gregor stood regarding the robot in silent contemplation. It struck him as somehow painfully wrong, even worse than using the citadel for a prison, that this elaborate and beautiful device, as close an imitation of humanity as humanity could build, should have any part in arranging the imprisonment and approaching doom of real human beings, perhaps even carrying out certain preliminary steps in the process of their deaths. On a sudden impulse, he asked it, could you kill a human being, Porphyry? If a human authority you trusted assured you that the act would be perfectly legal and gave you a direct command? Good lawyer that he was, Gregor knew what the answer to his question had to be. The expected words came immediately and, as expected, without the slightest sign of surprise or agitation. No, sir. Killing a human being would be completely contrary to my basic programming. As you must know. Porphyry's tone remained brisk and cheerful. Some things were unthinkable for robots, but nothing was disturbing. That is, if you knew that you were killing, and that the victim was human. 
Yes, sir. I assumed that was your meaning. Gregor's hands rose in a slow, complicated gesture, as if he were trying to grasp an object of uncertain shape. They were large hands, once very strong. Their wrinkled backs showed their age, and on one finger he wore a plain gold ring. Now for the question whose answer he did not know. But if you could not predict what the results of a certain action would be... The robot waited. Gregor shook his head, muttered something to himself, and started over. I am talking specifically about the case of the Hoovian hostages, who I assume are still being held somewhere in this building. Your assumption is correct, plenipotentiary. Good. They are imprisoned here in accordance with the terms of an interplanetary treaty between our twin worlds' governments.